Welcome to Rock Your Brain, Rock Your Life, the only podcast hosted by a high-achieving tech leader and certified coach that teaches you how to use proven cognitive tools to rewire your brain so you work 10 to 20% less while crushing your goals. And you'll do this in 180 days. Hi, I'm Sarah. After decades of frantically overworking, never believing I could achieve big goals in my life and feeling constantly anxious, overwhelmed, and burnt out daily at work, I finally figured work out. I learned how to work less while identifying and nailing goals I never thought possible. I learned how to feel calm, confident, and a sense of ease at work. So if you're a high achiever who wants to achieve big goals, but doesn't even think it's possible unless you work a gajillion hours, or doesn't even think big goals are possible in any way, shape, or form, this podcast is for you. I keep it simple. You'll learn the neuroscience-based cognitive tools I and my clients use daily to work less while achieving more than they ever imagined. Quick side note, you'll run the risk of being passionately in love with your career. Hey, Rockstar, so happy to be chatting with you today about my money journey. This month, we're going to talk all about money. I love money. And guess what? Money is completely neutral. It is a piece of paper or a piece of metal, right? And then we get to decide what to think about that piece of paper or that piece of metal or those numbers on a screen. We get to decide their value. So this is what is so cool about money is we get to decide what to think about it. And this month we are going to, I'm going to share my money journey and we're going to have a huge opportunity to decide what type of relationship we want to create with money. So this relationship serves us and our future selves and our goals and our dreams and our life. All right, let's dive in. I will start off by saying that I am feeling a little sad. Okay, maybe not a little sad. I'm feeling sad about what's going on in Ukraine. And I'm also feeling a lot of gratitude. So just a little update on my feelings right now. Oh, and I did want to share with you all that in the Rockstar program, we are now talking weekly when we meet on Mondays about how we failed over the past week. So Remember, on your way to success is a whole pile of failures, and you get to decide what to make all those failures mean. So how did I fail last week? Well, I had a workshop, How to Face Uncertainty. We migrated to a new technology platform. And yes, sometimes technology works, and sometimes it doesn't. And last week, it didn't, because none of the registrants got the email notification with the Zoom link to attend the workshop. So the workshop consisted of me and my team and no attendees. Oops. And that's okay. Yes, a fail, but I get to decide what to make that mean. And I decided, oh my God, here, I'm going to record it. I'm going to share it with everybody around how to face uncertainty. And then I'm going to do a new workshop next month. So guess what, y'all? We're going to do a new workshop for you all to be announced next week. But it's going to be phenomenal and super exciting. And I can't wait to share it with you. Okay. So as you all know, my work as a coach is to teach you all 
that your thoughts in your brain will always equal your reality, your results in your life. So let's talk about my money journey. And I want to first start with my parents and what I learned from my family. So I'm going to go through all of the beliefs that I learned and what was modeled to me around money that I learned that I adopted. So I think I shared with you on a prior podcast that my parents got divorced when I was five and we moved to Jamaica from England and I grew up living with my dad and my mom lived in Jamaica as well. And, you know, my beautiful mother moved there, but she wasn't there legally. And so she, you know, worked jobs, didn't make a lot of money, was, you know, often in debt, you know, was a very beautiful woman. My mom died uh, about eight years ago, was a very beautiful woman, loved beautiful clothes and, and getting dressed. And so she spent a lot of her money on clothes and, and not a lot of money on food and, and was often in debt. And so I definitely felt fear around being in debt and definitely like in my brain, debt was terrible. And then I lived with my father and my father, when I was growing up, we didn't have a lot of money until we moved to the U S when I was a teenager. And that was when my dad worked for a bank. That was when he started making a lot of money and he taught me a lot about my relationship with money now. And so some of the default beliefs around money before I started coaching were, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. I learned that from my stepmother. You have to work hard to make money. My dad modeled that. And so I believed that don't waste money. My parents and myself were all British and my dad grew up during the war. And so definitely you never wasted anything. So definitely don't waste money. Another belief was if you want to make more money, you'll have to work harder and longer. My dad definitely modeled that. Another belief was we don't talk about money. Of course, you're British. You definitely don't talk about money or feelings or the list is really fucking long, by the way, of things you don't talk about. Thank God I consider myself more American than British. You can't ever have enough money. I kind of had this belief of you can never be too rich or too thin. Hence, as many of you know, an eating disorder for a long time. So do any of these sound familiar? These are a lot of what I adopted in terms of beliefs from my parents. Now, what have I learned from society and the patriarchy and being a woman? Definitely, I've believed up until I started coaching that you know, men in general are just going to make more. I thought it was totally messed up, but I just thought it was like a factor, a circumstance. Another belief that I definitely had adopted was women are not as good as men with money. I looked at my mom, I looked at my dad and definitely like my dad was way better than my mom with money. And financial literacy is for men. Like I definitely grew up with that belief, thinking that like, the man is going to be more financially literate in my relationship than I am. I just opted out of deciding to be financially literate because I didn't know that I could decide to be financially literate until I hired my coach. Thank God for her. So do any of these beliefs sound familiar? And remember how I started off this podcast with the thoughts and beliefs in your brain will always create your reality. So a belief of women are not as good as men with money is going to create that reality for you of like, you're not going to be as good with money as men. If financial literacy is for men, you are not 
If you believe that, you're not going to learn around, like you're not going to take the time to learn to be financially literate. Those are just, you know, that's just, you know, seat 1A into my brain of what goes on inside of my brain or what went on inside of my brain before I started coaching. And, you know, I started looking at, and this is a lot of what we do in the Rockstar program. We just get super curious about our thoughts and is that thought serving us and creating the reality we want or not. And I also started thinking about too, like what did these money beliefs have in terms of impacts on my life? So for example, like even just that belief of, you know, financial literacies for men and women are not as good as men with money, what that, and having a very successful father, what that did for me was I would choose men who were not the right fit for me, who were wildly successful. Like that was my criteria. They have to be super wildly successful. Those men came with a lot of other complications as well. So instead of choosing the really awesome guy that was going to be a great fit for me emotionally, intellectually, values-wise, future-wise, I would just think about success and money. So often I would choose the wrong men. The other impact on my life is I would then have this tendency because I've chosen a man that's not a good fit for me to then do a lot of people pleasing. So who do they want me to be? Like not who I do, like not thinking about who do I want to be, but acting, performing, who do, you know, who do I need to be to like attract them or keep them? And so there was a lot of like not being authentic with myself and who I am and what I want and how I want to show up in this relationship and more thinking about pleasing them. And a big piece of that too was, which, you know, was a great kind of, um, how do I say this? It's just a great way that aligned with like some of my thinking around my body and around food was I definitely focused very much on being like skinny and fit and beautiful. And there's a lot of time invested in like those things versus becoming financially literate, <laughs> changing any of these beliefs, right? So it's fascinating to do this exercise around what these beliefs then like how they impacted my life before I hired my coach two and a half years ago. So a lot of how I showed up was, you know, just to summarize, like lots of limiting beliefs that I could make any amount of money. I actually thought the most money I could make because I was a woman was maybe like two fifty dollars or $300,000 a year, which is a lot of money, but I never believed that anything was possible. And so that was kind of where I was before I hired my coach. And then I started working on my money beliefs in uh, 2020. And I started looking at the circumstance or the fact that money really is neutral. It really is such a different way of thinking that if it's neutral, I get to choose what to believe about it. If it's just a piece of paper or just a coin, I get to choose what to think about it. And so I started doing, you know, I do thought work every day. I use the framework. I, you know, we have the framework, which is, you know, money is in the fact line. It's totally neutral. And what do I want to think about money? And when I think that thought, how do I feel? And then what do I do? And then what reality or result does that create in my life? 
So I started working every day on really believing that the money I have right now is enough. So I really had to step one is break up with scarcity that I didn't have enough money. Oh, that was another. Well, that was like, you can never have enough money that belief I shared earlier. And and also too, if, if I would also then think too, like I don't have enough money. So you can never have enough and I don't have enough. And so I started looking at all of these beliefs in 2020 and really looking at which ones are serving me in terms of being a confident, sufficient, like self-sufficient, powerful woman who has enough money now, who has enough money for my future, who doesn't need to be with a wildly successful man. Like, you know, what beliefs do I want to have? What feelings do I want to have about money? What do I want to do about money? And then what reality do I want and results do I want in my bank account? And what I love about money and thinking about money and shifting belief around money is money is because it's neutral. It's just a number. I get to choose what to think about that number. So it's the most, it's so powerful because it's a way of showing your brain that you actually have shifted belief because it's a completely neutral number and your thoughts will always equal your reality. So I love it for how it is a way of like quantifiably proving to yourself that you've shifted belief in a certain part of your life. So I started working on, you know, money's neutral, money's pieces of paper, money is coins. And, and so I started making it really neutral. That was step one. Step two for me was just starting to work on some of my beliefs around like, okay, so I can, I'm open to believing I can make as much money as I want. And so I started working on some of my bridging beliefs about money. And I set myself an unthinkable goal in 2020 around revenue. And I would just write down every single day that, you know, I'm the CEO of this $600,000 business in 2021. So I wrote that just pretty much every single day. So I worked on my beliefs. I got to the place by the middle of the year of like really believing that I can make as much money as I want. And I just need to decide the number. And so I decided the number in like Q1 of 600,000. And I just practiced every day. Like I can make as much money as I want. And I felt like neutral and open in my body. And and, and I saw my worth out there in the market and I saw how I was undercharging. And so that were, I mean, I did that work every day and I got to this place of where I beat my goal of how much money I wanted to make last year. And I'm now working on the beliefs of making money is easy and fun. And number two, I can make twice the money in half the time. I mean, I just love that belief because then you've got to put your brain, your genius brain to work like a badass. Like how can you create so much value with your brain? How can you think strategically? How can you create value for your clients, your employer, your business, like however you make money. And so then you've really got to put your brain to work. And as I've mentioned in prior podcasts, your brain is the most powerful supercomputer on the effing planet. And we maybe use like one or 2% of it. CPU. So there's so much underutilized power in your brain. And if you just put your brain to work with the belief of I can make twice the money in half the time, and you practice that belief every day, guess what? 
you will get there. You will make twice the money in half the time. If you wake up every day and you think, hey, making money is easy and fun. Think about that open, playful attitude that you'll bring to thinking creatively around how to make money. If you have that belief of like, I print money, like think about how that changes the lens on how you show up around how much money you want to make. Now, you know, many of you might be thinking, listen, Sarah, I don't want to make a lot of money. I don't want to make tons of money. And, you know, this podcast might be bringing up a lot of thoughts around, you know, money's evil. People who have a lot of money are greedy, a lot of unintentional thinking. Here's my wish for you over the next month is you just get to a place of believing that money is neutral. It's neutral and that you get to decide what to think about money so that it serves you. So that is my wish for you that you get to this place of money's neutral. Money is totally neutral for me now. And I actually completely believe in my heart, soul, and bones that I can make as much money as I want. I put my genius brain to work. I create, I invent, and my beliefs create my reality and money is just paper and coins. So what do you wish for yourself around what you want to believe about money? Just ask yourself that question. If you could believe anything about money, what would you like to believe? Okay. Send us a note to Sarah at sarahmoody.com with any of your beliefs that you'd like to believe about money. And I look forward to hearing from you. And I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. And I will talk to you next week. All right. I love you all. Bye. If you're loving what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come and check out the Rockstar program. It's my coaching program where we take these neuroscience-based cognitive tools and we use them daily to break through burnout so you can fall passionately in love with your career. So join me over at sarahmoody.com. I would love to have you join me. You can also follow me at Sarah L. Moody on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. I can't wait to see you.